praise God, uh, praise God for his word. We're going to read the Bible now together. And this morning we are in John's uh, gospel. Uh, so a change from what we've been doing, looking at the lead up to Christmas. We're in the very beginning of John's gospel, which if you have a church Bible, 1063. Brilliant. Now what we're going to do is leading up to Christmas, we're just going to go through the first 18 verses of John very, very slowly, almost verse by verse uh, each Sunday. But today we are going to read those first 18 verses and Megan's going to come and read for us. So John chapter 1, verses 1 to 18. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him, All might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of a human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him. He cried out, saying, This is the one I spoke about when I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me, because he was before me. Out of his fullness we have all received grace, in place of grace already given. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God but the one and only Son, who is himself God and is in the closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. Please do keep your Bibles open. We're going to be looking at the first two verses of that. And I said at the beginning, um, this is our all-age service. We're all in here together. Now, just to say, there is a crash running if you need it. Uh, if you just go out the uh, double doors, turn left, turn left again. Henry Morris room is where it's labelled. If you need that, that's great. But please don't worry. If, if there's a bit of noise or the kids are kind of running around a bit, it's absolutely fine. We, just, we really don't mind. Uh, we're very relaxed here. And uh, please don't worry. Now, the other thing to say is there's a handout on your tables. Uh, if you want to follow along, you'll find most of your answers in yellow. And you can kind of fill in the gaps and tick the boxes and that kind of thing just to help you. And then maybe there's some questions that you might want to discuss at home when you get home or over lunch. Um, with your children, uh, with your parents. Let me pray, and then we will have a look at uh, this passage. So I'm going to pray and ask for God's help. Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for your son. Thank you for his coming. And we do pray that as we look at that this morning, as we look at how great Jesus is, 
Father, we would be more prepared for a Christ-centred Christmas. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, no, I don't know about you, but in our house, we are getting ready for Christmas. Stick your hand up this morning if you are getting ready for Christmas. Just a few of us, not everybody. Yikes. Well, I tell you what, what we're going to do this morning is we are going to try and get someone, okay, completely ready for Christmas. Who would like to come out here and get completely ready for Christmas? Uh, TJ, out you come, mate. Come on. Out you come. You come and stand next to me. Right, now, we've got some things for TJ in this bag to get him ready. Who wants to come and pick some of these stuff, this stuff out? Yeah, come on then, Abby. Out you come. Okay, hopefully this is getting ready for Christmas completely. Go for it. What's the first thing you've got there? Brilliant. That's a Christmas jumper. Let's put that on TJ, shall we? Well done. Well done, Abby. Right, great. That's what you need. Everybody needs what I expect everybody to be able to wear one of these next week. Here we go. Good lad, put that on, mate. Okay, you can stick the other one in. Right, now, if we do this rightly, we might need some help here, buddy. Help us out, Robinson. Oh, hang on, no, it's all right. Here we go. Yeah, check that out. Face everybody. There you go. Right, what's next? Let's get somebody else out to pick something up. Yeah, come on then, Jonathan. Out you come. Come and choose something, mate. Quick, quick, quick. Go for it. What have you got there? Choose one thing. Yeah, good one, Jonathan. What is it? Do you know what it is? Give it to DJ. What is it? It's a present, isn't it? We love presents at Christmas time. Everybody loves presents. Brilliant. There you go, TJ. You got Christmas present already? Well done, Jonathan. Brilliant. Who's next? Come on then, Holly. Let's go. What else have we got in here? Oh, yeah, the Christmas tree. Brilliant. Well done, Holly. We need, everybody needs a Christmas tree. Well, everyone needs a Christmas tree that sings and dances. Fantastic. Right, what's next? Yeah, come on then, Michaela. Hey, come. Right, let's turn that off. Hang on a minute. <laughs> that could go on for a while. Yeah, Michaela, choose something else. Brilliant. Board game. Everybody needs a board game on Christmas Day. There you go, TJ. You're going to be pretty packed out, mate, because we're going to keep going. Okay, anyone else wants to say thanks, Michaela? Well done. Yeah, Taddy, out you come. What else is in there? Can you choose something for him? Yeah, what's that, Taddy? Do you know what it is? Chocolate. It's chocolates, yes. We definitely need chocolate at, at, um, at Christmas time, don't we? Now, I am knackered, so I'm going to eat some of this. And uh, TJ, you can eat the rest, okay, mate? There you go, buddy. Chocolate, all right. Okay. We need more stuff for Christmas Day. He's not quite ready yet. Yeah, come on, Reuben. Oh, come. What else have we got? Brilliant. Santa hat, whether you believe in him or not. We need a Santa hat, don't we, T TJ? There you go. He's looking good. Mate, you're going to be up here for a while, by the way. I didn't tell you that before. There you go. Right, okay. Hey, come on then, Joel. Oh, come. Who thinks he's ready for Christmas? Not yet, that's right, Abby. Okay, what else have we got? Oh, well done. Of course, you need a knife and fork, TJ, to eat your Christmas dinner. There you go, knife and fork for Christmas dinner. Chocolate should be afterwards. All right, remember that, kids. Come on, Eli, out you come. There's one more thing in here, Eli. Oh, Izzy, do you want to do this? 
Come on then. Eli, you come up in a minute, okay? I'll remember that. Oh, yeah. Now, you might not know what this is because I made it. It's a TV, all right, to watch the Queen's speech. There you go, mate. Okay, now, who thinks that TJ is all ready for Christmas? No! What else does he need? What else do you think? A calendar. Oh, Abby, yeah, he does need a calendar. Your calendar's at home, isn't it, mate? Yeah, brilliant. Okay, what else does he need? Anybody? Is he all ready for Christmas? Toddy, what do you think he needs? He needs a Christmas stocking, definitely. He's got his present there. Maybe we could say that's out from his Christmas stocking. Stocking. Joel, what else does he need? Go on. Hat and a scarf. Yeah, he's got a hat there. We need a scarf. We've got for the scarf. Is there anything else he needs to make Christmas complete? Anything else? Is there something missing from TJ's Christmas here? Go on, Abby. Nativity scene. Oh, the nativity scene. We forgot the nativity scene. And do you know what? The centre part of the nativity scene, of course, is... The baby Jesus. Okay, now here's the baby. Imagine this is the baby Jesus. Jesus came as a baby. Okay, here's the baby. All right, and here you go, uh, TJ. I would say that makes your Christmas complete. There's the baby Jesus. Now, couldn't it make, can you stand there for about five minutes? Is that all right? Okay. Yeah, good boy. <laughs> okay, now, I'm sorry about that. We got the baby Jesus. That was the thing that, that, that we, we, we need to put in his Christmas. But it's so easy, isn't it? So with all of this stuff, with the TV and the Christmas tree and the presents and the games and the food and all this kind of stuff, it's really easy to forget about the baby Jesus. Really easy to forget him. And even more than that, with all this stuff going on, it's more easy to think, why do we need to bother with this? Why do we need to bother with a baby? All this stuff going on, why should I bother with baby Jesus? Well, a guy called John tells us why this morning. So John is a person who wrote about Jesus in the Bible, and here he starts writing. Can you see what he says? He says here, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word... Uh, was God. John 1 verses 1 to 2. And what John is telling us is, look, Jesus is much, much more than just a baby. Do you see how he talks about Jesus here? Here's the first thing on your, on your handouts. He talks about Jesus as the Word. That means that he is God's way of speaking into this world. Now that's really amazing in itself, but John tells us three things about the Word, about Jesus here, that are more amazing, that actually it means we should be bothered about him this Christmas time. Okay? So three things. The first thing to see, here's why we should be bothered about Christmas. Let me, let me relieve you for a second, TJ. Okay? Here's the, here's, the, here's the first thing. Jesus is forever. Jesus is forever. Okay? Now, this is because John tells us that Jesus was there in the beginning. Do you see there in uh, verse 1? It says, in the beginning was the Word. Now, what he doesn't mean is that Jesus was kind of born and walking around when the world first began. What he means is Jesus was there in the very, very beginning, before there was anything else. Okay, now I'm going to need some people up here to help me uh, so that we can kind of understand this. All right, so, uh, yep, yeah, okay, actually, do you know what? You five will be perfect. So, go on then, Abby, Holly, Izzy, Grace, Joel, Eli, up you come, mate. Okay, now, I need one of you, Abby, I, I, if you could do this, it would be great. Just get on the chair for me. Okay, stand up on the chair for me. All right, and hold the crown for me. 
Okay, now, here, okay, so here's Jesus. He's in the beginning when there was nothing. Okay, there was absolutely nothing. There's only, the only thing that, 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 that there is is this darkness, okay? There's nothing at all. And Jesus is there. He is, that's what it means for him to be in the beginning, all right? And then what happens is Jesus speaks, God speaks, and out of nothing, he makes everything. Now, he makes the heavens and the earth. Now, Izzy, I'm going to need you to hold this for me, okay? Just, just let go for a second so I can get it out. I can help. Yeah, well done, guys. Joint effort. Good work. Good work. Okay, now, I just need one of you. Izzy, come here for a second. I just need you front, stay in, say, uh, just, just stand in front of Abby for me. Okay, hold it up high. Brilliant. And this, the globe is spinning, so you, you, you go around now. What else did he make? Let's have a look. Holly, you come here. Dig a couple of things out of there for me. Okay, brilliant. Izzy, you're doing a great job. All right, so he's got animals and people in there as well. Okay, and there's some animals and people there. Now, look, Jesus is there the whole time. So Jesus is kind of outside of this, and he's looking at all of this. So that doesn't mean, okay, that Jesus was kind of was made with all this stuff. He was there in the beginning. And when Jesus came to earth, he literally, he stepped into the world like this. Okay, and then he lived and he died and he was raised again. And then he went back up to heaven. Can you hold that for me, Abby? Brilliant. And he saw all this going on. Now, what happens is the people and the animals, they live, but they also die. Guys, put these back, in the, in, back into darkness. So, okay, the people and the animals, they die. Okay, they don't last forever. And even the world as we know it is going to stop existing. So, Izzy, you put that back in, the, uh, back in the bag. Thank you very much. Guys, you've done very well. Why don't you, um, you go and sit down for a second. Holly, Izzy, Joel, and uh, Grace, you, sit, you go and sit down for a sec. Okay, so even the world as we know it is going to stop existing. All right, but Jesus is still going to be there. Jesus is forever because Jesus was in the beginning. Um, and so Jesus is forever. Thank you very much, uh, Abby. That's great. Jesus is forever. Great. He is forever. So, you see, Jesus is not like... Sorry, TJ, I'm aware you're still there. He's not like this piece of string. Okay, so this piece of string, can you all see this? Okay, this piece of string at the moment has a beginning and it has an end. That's not like Jesus. Jesus did not have, just had no beginning and no end. He's much more like this. If I tie a knot in this, okay, then Jesus is much more like this piece of string. He has no beginning and he has no end. He was there in the beginning and so he's there forever. Now, Jesus forever. So it's a bit strange, isn't it, for us to not be bothered about him for Christmas time, he's the only thing that lasts. He's the only thing that lives forever. And all this stuff that TJ is, is, is uh, getting ready for Christmas with, that will all go. Okay? It, it, if it wasn't for Jesus, none of this stuff would exist. And actually, after all this stuff has gone, Jesus is the only one who still exists. He made it all. And so, actually, we must be bothered about him at Christmas time. Much more than that, we must make more of him at Christmas time. And what we're going to do now is we're going to sing a song that just reminds us of how great and how big God is. TJ, you can go and sit down, mate. Let's give TJ a big round of applause. And then we're going to stand and sing. Brilliant. Jesus forever. He's a great big God.
chocolate do I keep that? Thank you, mate. You just keep that, you keep that. Okay. Yeah, brilliant. Um, if you know the actions, do do these. Uh, they're great actions. If you don't know the actions, just follow the person in front of you. Who will no doubt be doing them. Thanks, mate. Well done. Our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God, and He holds us in His hands. He's higher than a skyscraper, and He's deeper than a submarine. He's wider than the universe and beyond my wildest dreams. And he's known me and he's loved me since before the world began. How wonderful to be a part of God's amazing plan. Our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God, and He holds us in His hands. He's higher than a skyscraper and steeper than a submarine. He's wider than the universe and beyond my wildest dreams. And he's known me, and he's loved me, since before the world began. How wonderful to be a part of God's amazing plan. Our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God, and he holds us in his hands. Thanks so much. Well done. Fantastic. Now, Jesus is forever, but you might be wondering to yourself, well, what has Jesus been doing forever? What has Jesus been doing before he made everything? Well, what we see next is he was really busy loving his dad. Okay, this is the next thing we see, that Jesus is God's son. Jesus is God's son. So he was there in the beginning, but he was not on his own. Look again at verse 1. It says that the word was with God. Now that doesn't mean that they were just kind of in the same place, uh, like I am with you now. Okay, Jesus and God, for Jesus to be with God means that he was as close to him as he could be. Now just to help you understand this, all right, if, uh, just, why don't you just turn to your mum or your dad and give them a really, really big hug. Go for it. Well done, Zach. Yes, follow Zach's example. Well done, great. Grace, why don't you give your mum a hug? Go on, you go for it. Brilliant. Okay, now that, that's what it means for Jesus to be with God. Forever and ever, Jesus has been giving God a really, really big hug. And he was with God in that way. And that's because God is his father, it's his dad, and Jesus is God's son. And for, forever, Jesus has been with God, loving God as his son. Now, that didn't stop when Jesus came into the world. God was still with him, and he didn't stop being a son. That's who he is. And so as we look at Jesus, we say then what it really means to love God. As God's son, he always did what his father 
asked him to do. It's a bit like us, I guess, with your mum and dad, uh, isn't it? You, you love them not just by hugging them, but you love them by doing what they ask you to do. Now, why don't you just have a chat with your mum and dad about maybe just one thing that they ask you to do um, as their child, as their daughter or their son? Okay? How is it that you love your mum and dad by asking them what to do? Have a chat with your mum and dad uh, if they're here and uh, just say, you know, what is it you asked me to do? You've got 30 seconds. Okie dokie. Great. So, what is it mum and dad ask you to do? Now, look, I'm not too worried what it is that your mum and dad ask you to do. What I'd really like to know is whether you actually do it or not. So, stick your hand up in the air if you never, ever do what your mum and dad ask you to do. Brilliant. Oh, Evie. Yes, that's right. <laughs> My daughter. <laughs> totally disobedient. <laughs> okay. Stick your hand in the air if you sometimes do what your mum and dad uh, ask you to do. Yeah, that's more like it. Yeah, great. Thanks, Jimmy. Um, that's good to see. Okay, stick your hand in there if you always do what your mum and dad ask you to do. Come on. Seriously? Okay. Well, look, I don't think any of us always do what our mum and dad ask you to do, but that's where Jesus is really different to us, because he always did what God asked him. He loved him perfectly, because he was the perfect son. And so when we look at Jesus, when we hear him speak, we not only see what it means to love God, but we also see that we don't love God as we should. Okay, it's a bit like seeing one bright light uh, that's so bright that actually when you look at the others, you, it doesn't seem as if they're actually on. Okay, or, or it's like washing one hand and you just see how, how dirty the other hand is. So even if we obey our mum and dad sometimes, when we see how perfect Jesus is, we see that actually we don't really love God as we should. And that's why sometimes we can't be bothered with the baby Jesus at Christmas time because we don't want to see what we're really like. We don't want to compare ourselves to him. We don't want to see how bad we are. And so instead what we do is we spend our time just looking around, just comparing ourselves to everybody else and making ourselves feel okay and just doing what we want to do. And what we're going to do is we're just going to pause for a moment and we're going to say sorry to God that actually we don't love him as uh, we should. And you might want to say what I'm saying in your own heart and then afterwards we're going to sing a song that asks God to forgive us. Let's pray together. Father God, you have told us uh, really to do two things. You've told us to love you and you've told us to love other people. And when we see Jesus, when we see a man who only did, only ever did what you asked him, who spoke your words, who thought your thoughts, who, who didn't live for himself but lived completely for you, even when that was difficult, who did everything for your glory and for not his own glory, who did everything so that you may be praised and, and not him, when we see that Jesus, we know that often... We ignore what you say because it is difficult. We think of ourselves 
and we forget you. We're making much uh, of everything that you have made and not giving thanks to you, the maker, for what you give us. We spend our time making ourselves comfortable and doing what is easy, thinking it will make us happy. We spend our time chasing after things that will, we think will make us great in the eyes of others, at work or at school or amongst our neighbours. And Father, when we see this, we try so hard to cover it up. We, we try so hard to hide our sin for exactly the same reason, so that people will think more of us instead of seeing us for what we are. Father, we're so sorry that we do not love you as we should. Father, we're sorry also that uh, as we look at Jesus, we see someone who entered the world and lowered himself, who became a man, not just for your glory, but for the sake of everybody else, for our good, to serve us and not himself. Father, when we see Jesus, we know that we do not go to the lengths that he did for the sake of people around us. We don't even know what sacrifice really is when we look at Jesus. So often we forget others, we serve ourselves, we ignore the needs of others, we even dislike other people and push them away and we make the, other, the lives of others unhappy around us. Even those in our own families. Father, we're always thinking that we're better than the next person, thinking that somehow we deserve more than the people around us. We do this rather than knowing what we really are. Father, we're sorry that we do not love people as we should. We're sorry that this morning that we do not live for you and we do not live for your word uh, as it tells us. And we're sorry, most of all, Father, that we try to forget Jesus because he shows us exactly what we're like. We pray, Father, that you would forgive us in your mercy. Amen. Let's stand and continue to confess our sin by singing this song, Two Sins We Have Committed. Two sins have we committed, two sins that we cannot deny. We've turned from you, the fount of living water, and have tried to drink from cisterns cracked and dry. Two sins have we committed, two sins are plain before our eyes. We've walked away from the truth that brings us freedom and have settled for those sweet enslaving lies. What fools we are, how blind we are. Have mercy, Lord, mercy on us, Forgive us, Lord, and help us see. Change our hearts that we might live for you. O Lord, for you, O Lord, always. Two sins have we committed. 
Two sins at which you stand appalled we turn from you, our glorious Creator, and have worshipped things that are no gods at all. What fools we are, how blind we are. Have mercy, Lord, mercy on us. Forgive us, Lord, and help us see. Change our hearts that we might live for you. Oh, Lord, for you. Oh, Lord, always. Well, we've asked God for forgiveness this morning and the great thing is that Jesus didn't just come to make us feel really bad he came actually so that we would be forgiven uh, so that we would know God and that's the last thing we see this morning that Jesus is God himself Jesus is God himself this is the last thing we see um, and you can fill this in in your uh, handouts Jesus is God himself now you see that really clearly in verse 1 do you see there where it says the word was not just with God, but the Word was God. So Jesus was God's Son, but that doesn't mean that God kind of made him at some point, or God made a baby. No, Jesus has always been there, remember. He is fully God. And even when he became a man, he was still fully God. And uh, he, he was still fully God all of his life. Now we can be sure of that, because as we look at John's Gospel, we see some of the things that he did. Now I just need uh, four people... Uh, to come and help me uh, with this, to see some of the things we just, just did. Yeah, Bethany, out you come. Joshua, out you come. Uh, great. Eli, have you been up yet, mate? Do you want to come? Great. And Grace, you didn't get involved in the last one, did you? So, out you come. Okay, now I'm going to ask you to do some things that Jesus did. So, Joshua, the first one, here we go. Um, why don't we try and arrange you so that everybody can see? Bethany, you come and stand over here. Grace, you come and stand over there for a second. Joshua, you face everybody. Now, what I want you to do, mate, is I want you to... You hold that for me. Okay, you're going to pour this water into this cup. And what Joshua's going to do is this water's going to turn into a really dark red liquid called wine. Okay? Joshua, do you think you can do that, mate? No. Give it a go. <laughs> you're a wise man. You are a wise man. There we go. What do you think? Hold it up for everybody. Is it dark and red? No, it's not. Oh, no, you couldn't turn water into wine. Never mind, Joshua. Good go, good go, good effort. Better luck next time. All right, well done, mate. Sit down. Good stuff. Okay, the next thing I'm going to ask uh, you to do, Grace, is I want you to take this bread, okay, and I want you to take it round Camborne this afternoon and feed 5,000 people with it, with that one loaf of bread, so that they're really, really full. Do you think you can do that? Do you think everybody will be full? How many people do you think will be full? Ten, maybe. Maybe ten, yeah. Okay, so do you think you can do this? No, you can't. Okay, all right, thanks, Grace. Uh, do sit down. Right, this next one's really fun. Bethany, lay on the floor. You are dead. Lay on the floor for me. Brilliant. Great. Well done. Sorry, Mum and Dad. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, Eli, I want you to make Bethany alive just by speaking. Can you do it? 
John, why don't you do it for him? Alive. Go for it. And again. Alive. Try harder. Bethany, are you still dead, Bethany? Yes. <laughs> Great. Okay. Could you do it, Eli? Could your dad do it? No, he couldn't. Bethany, thanks very much. Give Bethany a big round of applause. Brilliant. Now, look, of course we can't do these things because we're not God. But Jesus did all of those things. Jesus turned, if you look at John's Gospel, Jesus turned water into wine. Jesus fed 5,000 people with two loaves of bread. And he raised someone from the dead just by speaking to them. It was amazing. What Jesus does there is he proves to us that he is God himself. He really was God. And that means that whenever we hear him speak, we truly hear God. Whenever we see Jesus, we truly see God himself. But more than that, because Jesus came from heaven, we can know God himself. So Jesus died on a cross, and then he, raised, uh, uh, he was ra- risen, from the life, uh, risen from the dead. And he died to forgive us. And he rose again so that we might have new life and to take us to live with God forever. So you see, the question for us this morning is not so much, should we be bothered about the baby? It's, do we believe in the baby? Do we believe in Jesus? Because he's the one who gives us life with God forever. Now, I don't know if that's uh, you this morning, if you don't believe in Jesus. Now be a great time to put your trust in him, uh, or uh, come back think more about him uh, as we go through John's Gospel. If you do believe in Jesus, then make sure you believe in him at Christmas, and really make as much of him as he deserves this Christmas time. Let me pray, and then what we're going to do is we're going to sing all about how the word came from heaven to save us. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for Jesus. Thank you that he was there in the beginning, that he lasts forever. Thank you that he was with you as your son. And thank you that he is God himself who came so that we would know you, that we would be children of God. We praise you for Jesus Christ. And we pray that we would believe in him and have life this Christmas time. Amen. Let's stand and sing. You're the word of God the Father. The word of God the Father from before the world began. Every star and every planet has been fashioned by your hand. All creation holds together by the power of your voice. Let the skies declare your glory, let the land and seas rejoice. You're the author of creation, you're the Lord of every man. And your cry of love rings out across the lands. Yet you left the gaze of angels, came to seek and save the lost, and exchanged the joy of heaven for the anguish of a cross. With a prayer you fed the hungry, with a word you stilled the sea, yet how silently you suffered that the guilty may go free. You're the author of creation, you're the Lord of every man, and your cry of love rings out across the lands. 
With a shout she rose victorious, wrestling victory from the grave, and ascended into heaven, leading captives in your wake. Now you stand before the Father, interceding for your own. From each tribe and tongue and nation, you are leading sinners home. You're the author of creation, you're the Lord of every man, and your cry of love rings out across the land.